Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, let's be real about something. As we get older, get kids, pets, multiple jobs, it becomes harder and harder to find the right time to connect to your partner. But when you do get that sliver of a moment, you need to be ready. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, best of all, no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com promo code ARMCHAIR to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. You are listening to The Bird Calls on the Armchair All-American Network. For more on your Pelicans, go to iTunes, search The Bird Calls, and subscribe today. What's up, Fells fans? Welcome to another episode of the Bird Calls Podcast. I'm your host, contributor to thebirdrights.com and Bleacher Report, Preston Ellis. Today, I'm enclosing two popular podcasts discussing the Pelicans. The Bill Simmons Podcast with Ryan Rossillo, where they discuss the Pelicans over-under odds, followed by a lightning round question on the Pelicans ceiling via the Low Post Podcast with Jeff Van Gunny. Now, remember, if you like what you're hearing, just retweet us, share, rate us on iTunes. It won't take you much time, I promise, and it helps us so much. Now, if you already have done that, just borrow somebody else's phone around you and use it to rate us. It takes like 15 seconds, guys, I promise. Enjoy the pod. Right. New Orleans over under is 39 and a half. Deepest team in the NBA. 12 to one to win the division. 70 to one to win the conference. Plus 260 to win the playoffs. To get in, right? You mean? Just to make the playoffs plus 260. I got to say, I think this is my favorite one we've done so far for the over. I think this team's going to be good right away. Drew Holiday is a top 20 guy to me. I love Lonzo. I've been out on Lonzo forever. I think he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. I think Zion is going to be a top 20 guy this year. The I don't want to overreact to preseason, but no, after watching him for a it's couple a days. It's real. It's oh, a problem. Go ahead. Yeah. Overreact. It's like, it's like, oh, cool. This guy now has shooters and an offense that has him has designed to have him going toward the basket with a little bit of space, he's unstoppable. He's unstoppable. He abused Ed Davis in that preseason <laughs> game. Davis. Okay. And no, but I mean, Ed Davis is a grown man who's around and in, in rotation. Like whenever anybody looked at Zion, if you think he's going to be a bust because he might get hurt, then we can't argue. Okay. Yeah. I'm worried about he's how big he fall is. fall on an ankle. Right. I can't predict that. I can't tell you you're going to be wrong if he's going to roll an ankle or he's going to be too big for his body and all that stuff. That That's fine. But if you're watching him and you're trying to tell you his basketball skills alert you to that he's it's not going to work out, then you're just an idiot. I can't talk to you. I can't talk to you about basketball. And when people were saying against co- well, he's going up against college kids, you're like, you realize he's bigger than most of the men in the league. Yeah. And you're going to see him embarrass grown men with his first step 
with his second jump. Also, he's playing with great guards, which is so important with this. Like he doesn't actually have to play point guard like he did at Duke. Right. Sometimes you're like he's initiating. He's the a great set. athlete who actually has guys who will get him the ball. I really, really like Alexander Walker, and I'm so mad the Celtics didn't take him instead of Romeo. I'm mad they didn't take Thibault. I'm mad they. I think Alexander Walker is going to play. They have JJ Redick on this team. This guy's been in the playoffs since 2006. Etwan Moore is still on the team. Like uh, the, the way their bench rotation, some of the guys that are becoming off that are guards. How about Okafer? Is he like a rotation guy or am I nuts? No, J- Jaleel. He's a 10th man. Uh, yeah. I, I just think they're deep. I'm kidding about it. And then I'm Brandon not. Ingram, I think, is the wild card for them. I don't know what to make of him. He's in that same Jalen Brown, Buddy Heald contract class. Um, the Laker fans were really bullish on him and talking about how much potential he had. I never totally understood what position he was. What I like about this team, where you can play Zion and Favors together and Ingram at small forward, or you could just like play, I mean, honestly, you could play Zion as a small ball five and it's not like the craziest thing anyone's done. But I do think there's some flexibility with him. I go back to the guards though and Zion. Zion ceiling and Lonzo and Drew Holiday. I just love that backcourt. It's a, honestly like a top five favorite backcourt to watch for me where Lonzo is a point guard, but doesn't surprisingly doesn't have the ball a ton. And Drew Holiday is not a point guard, but it also has the ball more than a two guard. And I just like how they're going to mix defense. together. And defensively, right. this team's going to be really good. So I, yeah, they, I'm over and this is a lock for me. I, if this team doesn't win 40 games, that means Zion got hurt. That's, that's it. You beat me to it. I, I, this is a lock for me as well. I'm joining this lock. We haven't even talked about. It. I honestly think that that the combination of Alvin Gentry and Basilic, Jeff Basilic, yeah, is like a really great coaching combo for this group of guys. They have a very, very nice mix of of youth and and established guys. This is a lock for me as well. Over. So they're twelve to one to win this division, which you basically saying. They would have to get to the high 40s and something weird would have to happen with Houston. Those odds are pretty good. I wouldn't bet them, but there's a world in which the Houston thing goes south and Harden's ass could be traded in December. Who the hell knows? No, lifelong friends. They've been lifelong friends. They they wanted to play together. Are you a favors guy, Rosillo? I've I've never really seen it the last couple of years. I was in college. Yeah, I was in the draft, and I'm thinking, man, what a terrible thing to give up in this Darren Williams trade. Oof, he's going to come back to haunt him. Right, and it just never really happened. Yeah. It never really clicked, and he's probably better now than I give him credit for based on the disappointment of what I thought he could be because he just was so explosive and, and big, and he had a little, little like a well-rounded game. It wasn't just some big four that was athletic. I, I thought there'd be more depth to his game and it never really happened in Utah. But having said that, if he's your fifth scoring option with the starters, that's great. But I do want to see Zion at the five sometimes. I don't know if Lonzo, when you say he has a chip on his shoulder, he should based on everything that he has had to deal with. But do you think he's wired that way? Like, do you think he actually will go into this going... All right, now I want to prove everybody wrong. I'm not saying you're do. wrong, but I just don't know that he's he's never shown anything like that. He's I think so it's subdued. more a chip about what happened to Big Baller Brand, but I think it's uh, I Are think you he kidding? has lots of chips. No, I think he has a lot of chips. Gambling. It's not the most prevalent of topics at the family barbecue, but the truth is it can be quite fun. Picking a couple of friends to play some friendly wagers before a game can immediately raise the stakes and make your Sundays even more exhilarating. 
And that's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Football fans, you can even bet after kickoff. So if it looks like your bet is fading, just take the other side. If you like to bet a lot, try a parlay. You can multiply your winnings and brag to your friends as the money rolls in. But now is the best time to join because my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Last lightning round question before we let you go, and you've already hinted at it. Lakers are going to replace Oklahoma City in the playoffs, or the Lakers are making the playoffs, whatever it is. And, and if you think another team is vaulting from not in the playoffs to in the playoffs, is it Sacramento, New Orleans, Dallas or team TBD that's outside of that group. Maybe you love Minnesota. Maybe you think Oklahoma City is going to keep it together and, and, and become a 45 win team. If someone is butting in, you've already said, is it, is it only New Orleans or are multiple of those teams going to make the playoffs? Of those teams, New Orleans to me is, I, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think. Yes. I love I mentioned it. this to you off air. I think. Zion Williamson saved pro basketball in New Orleans. It was a very tepid fan base, and now I think you're going to see a fan base that comes out and gives a team a real energy. I think their enthusiasm as a group to come back off last year's like sort of a downer, malaise type of attitude, I think is going to be great. I think they're going to score. My, my question for them is, you know, can they guard well enough? when it gets to a grind of the long, you know, regular season and can they maintain their uh, energy and enthusiasm. But I do think, I think they're going to make the playoffs. And I think I saw firsthand how great Greg Popovich was this summer, you know, with the World Cup team and how he is so incredible with players and, you know, so to bet against his team. But I just have to, I think they're good. I don't think, they should have won. I think they won 48 last year. How they did that, I have no idea how he managed that. And I know they have some guys back and they have some changes. But I just think at the end of the day, New Orleans has more better players. And uh, I think they're going to find their way back into the, I think they're going to find their way into the playoffs. I've been leaning toward Dallas. Um, I agree with you that San Antonio is the most vulnerable Golden State is hard to project, but I have them in. People will make the argument about Portland. I think Portland actually is vulnerable, but I, I also think Portland is going to make one to two win-now trades if they do prove to be vulnerable that sort of bolster their team. So I think it does come... I think Portland's very vulnerable. I, I think they're starting forwards as as up and down as they were. They had an identity, and now I'm like, that that front court is all in flux. Is Nurkic coming back? Uh, how well? How soon? You know, the white side factor and then the starting forwards. I, yeah, I'm concerned. I, I think you should be. I think, I think Portland is not a lock. And, and to, to classify them as, as a lock, I think, is a little overzealous in the West. Um, it is hard to bet against Damian Lillard, who seems to never miss games and, and the infrastructure they have there. And again, I, I do think they will go all in um, to make a run this year, whatever form. That takes. I've been leaning towards Dallas as the interloper, but I've had 
between watching New Orleans last couple preseason games and my God, it's hard. It's, you gotta not overreact to preseason, but sometimes Boston showed us last preseason that they revealed legitimate problems in preseason. Sometimes stuff that happens in preseason matters. And one of the things that has happened in preseason is that Zion looks really, really good. <laughs> and I had a GM tell me yesterday, Zach, if Zion is one of the – if he walks in the door as one of the 20 best players in the NBA, we all, not you, Zach Lowe, not you, ESPN, we, all of us, need to reconfigure our playoff odds right now because if he's that good, all the fit issues and the lack of shooting and the rotation and this and that, this is what he said. Good players, you throw out the complexities. Great players – up your defense that's what they do and if he's a great player if he's not a good rookie if he's a great player you need to reconfigure your playoff predictions and maybe that's where we are um maybe that's where we are any final thoughts because i got to give up the studio in about one minute no i just i'm very interested in all of these uh questions i think it's going to be an interesting year with a lot of roster changes uh still to come and that i think at the end of the day will give us a better picture of who's going to meet in the finals come June. Coach, I love this uh, annual preseason exercise. Um, let's do it again soon. I really look forward to hearing you on the broadcast, as always. Best to you and your family. Jeff Van Gundy, everybody. listening to the bird calls on the armchair all-american network if you like what you're hearing please take a moment to rate us on itunes retweet share with your friends and most importantly subscribe today